0: Hey, and welcome to the Gen Z Christian Podcast. This is your host, Pastor Paul Dubey of New Community Baptist Church in Mountain View. I just want to welcome you guys to everyone who's listening. Thank you for coming. I hope you have a blessed day, and I hope you have a blessed time listening to this podcast. So for today's episode, what I want to do is I want to read for you three different selections from a really important book, in my life, a book that I've gone to multiple times, and a book that I, I remember uh, when I'm thinking about what it really means to follow Jesus Christ. What is the cost of following Jesus? How far should we go? Uh, what's the extent of our sacrifice for Jesus? And that book is called uh, Jesus Freaks. It's a book made by DC Talk. And I want to read for you three of the different stories. There's many stories in this book. That's all the the book really is, just many different stories and accounts of what different martyrs have done over time, uh, even ranging far back as some of the disciples, some of the disciples show up in this book, uh, up to some more modern examples. And so I want to read those three examples for you today. I just want to encourage you, before you even begin to listen to these three stories, I want you to really think about your own faith today. Where are you in your walk with Jesus Christ? How far do you believe you ought to go in your sacrifice to him, in your worship of him, in your pursuit of him, uh, if you really even feel like you are pursuing him today. My great encouragement for you today is not that you would listen to these stories and feel discouraged because you feel like your faith is so far from what these stories portray. Uh, My encouragement to you would be, Lord, may that be like me too. Lord, if I was in that situation, God, would I stand for you just like they did? Um, And also may your response be, Thank you, Lord, so much for having these kinds of people in the church, uh, raising them up. And really, all of God's children should be like the stories you're going to hear today. But may our response be mostly positive, like, God, I want to be like that. God, thank you so much for working with us and growing us and shaping us to be worshipers of you. And so I just encourage you once more, before you even listen to these stories, Maybe take a moment right now and pause the podcast, um, give yourself a moment to pray and to receive and listen to these stories uh, with ears of faith and a heart that is open, a heart that is hoping in Jesus Christ and is hoping to be just like these three people I'm going to read about today. And so here we go. We're going to get into the stories now. Title. He will enable me to bear it. Rose Allen Munt, England, 1557 Rose Allen jumped from her bed and peeked out the window. There in the front of her door stood a sheriff, two police officers, and a crowd of people carrying torches. They were talking with her father on the doorstep. She looked at the clock on the mantel. It was two in the morning. Rose's mother, Alice Munt, had also been awakened by the loud pounding on the door. What is it, Rose? She whispered. They've come to get us, Mother, Rose whispered back. Rose could hear her father, William, letting the men in below. Then she heard footsteps coming up the stairs. Friends had warned them of the danger of not attending the official church, but their sense of duty to the truth was stronger than their fears. They continued to worship in secret places with a few men and women of like faith. Now the authorities had come to take them away. Alice, who was not in good health, was so shaken up by the sudden alarm that she felt faint. She asked the sheriff if her daughter could get some water before they all left for prison. The sheriff allowed Rose to go to the well. She took a candle and a pitcher to the well and returned with the water. As she came back toward the house, the sheriff met her at the door and said, "'Persuade your father and mother to act more like good Christians and less like heretics. Then they'll soon be set free.' "'Sir,' Rose replied, They have a better instructor than I, for the Holy Spirit teaches them, one who, I hope, will not allow them to err. Well, it's time to lock up such heretics as you, the sheriff replied. I reckon you will be burned with the rest for company's sake. No, sir, Rose replied, not for company's sake, but for my Christ's sake if I have to. And I trust in his mercies that if he calls me to do it, he will enable me to bear it. One of the sheriff's men shouted, Prove her now, and you shall see what she will do by and by. With that, the sheriff took the candle from the girl, and holding her wrist in a firm grip, put the lighted candle under her hand, burning it across the back for so long that the skin peeled off, the tendons cracked, and the bones showed. Cry, wench, let me hear you cry, he yelled. Rose refused to utter a sound. When he finally pushed her away, Rose said, Sir, have you done what you will do? Yes, if you don't like it, then mend it. Mend it, Rose said. No, the Lord mend you and give you repentance if it be his will. And now, if you think it good, begin at the feet and burn to the head also. For he that sent you to do this work shall pay you your wages one day, I promise you. Having said this, Rose carried the water into the house to her mother. The same morning, the sheriff and his men also arrested six others. After they had been in prison a few days, They were all brought to trial. Each one answered with firmness and refused to change their belief in any way. They were sentenced to be burned at the stake. When they were brought out, the martyrs knelt, said their prayers, and were tied to the stakes. When the fire rose all around them, they clapped their hands for joy in the fire. The people who looked on, thousands of them, cried out, Lord, strengthen you. The Lord, comfort you. The Lord, pour out his mercies upon you. And other words of comfort. The martyrs gave themselves to the flames with such courage that all who saw them were amazed. Editor's note, for centuries, godless torturers have been amazed that Jesus freaks aren't afraid of them, even when threatened with death, but continue to respect, honor, and obey God. Don't be bluffed into silence or insincerity by the threats of religious bullies. True, they can kill you, but then what can they do? There's nothing they can do to your soul, your core being. Save your fear for God who holds your entire life, body and soul, in his hands. Luke 124 4-5 Title, Honor Your Mother Feng Cheng, Mainland China, 1950s Tell us, the officer shouted as he brought the whip down and crossed the pastor's back. We must know who else is working with you. Day after day, the Chinese communists tortured Reverend Feng Cheng, but no matter what they did to him, he steadfastly refused to give them the names of his fellow Christians. One day, Cheng was brought again before the examining officer. In a corner of the room, he saw a heap of rags and heard a rattling of chains. As the image became clearer, he realized it was his mother. Before she had no white hair, now she had. The color of her face was like ashes. He could see that she too had passed through heavy suffering. The communist spoke to Cheng, I've heard that you Christians have 10 commandments, supposedly given by God, which you strive to obey. I would be interested in knowing them. Would you be so kind as to recite the 10 commandments? Cheng was in a terrible state of heart, but any opportunity to acquaint a communist with God's law must not be neglected. He began to list the commandments. When he arrived to honor your father and mother, he was interrupted. The communist told him, Cheng, I wish to give you the opportunity to honor your mother. Here she is, suffering in chains. Tell us what you know about your brethren and faith and I promise that tonight you and your mother will be free. You will be able to give her care and honor. Let me see now whether you really believe in God and wish to fulfill his commandment. It was not easy to make a decision cheng turned to his mother mother what shall i do the mother answered i have taught you from childhood to love christ and his holy church don't mind my suffering seek to remain faithful to the savior and his little brothers if you betray you are no more my son this was the last time that feng cheng saw his mother it was likely that she died under torture Paul the Apostle, beheaded in Rome, 65 AD, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. No test or temptation that comes your way is beyond the course of what others have had to face. All you need to remember is that God will never let you down. He'll never let you be pushed past your limit. He'll always be there to help you come through it. Title, What Harm Can a Little Girl Do? Lin Dao, Vietnam, 1991 Four police officers suddenly burst into 10-year-old Lin Dao's home. They forced her father, an underground pastor in North Vietnam, to remain seated while the authorities ransacked the home searching for Bibles. I remember when the police came, Lin Dao recalls. They searched around the house all of that morning and asked many different questions. It was scary to talk to the policemen, but I knew what they were looking for. So I concentrated and tried my best not to be scared or nervous. As the police questioned her parents, Lynn courageously hid some of her Bibles in a school knapsack. When the police asked her about the contents of the knapsack, Lynn simply replied, it is books for children. Lin father was arrested that day and sentenced to seven years of re-education through hard labor. When the policeman decided to take my dad away, all of my family knelt down and prayed. I prayed first, then my sister, then my mom, and last of all, my dad. I prayed that my dad would have peace and remain healthy and that my family would survive these hard times. We were all crying, but I told myself, I have to face what's happening now. Word quickly spread about the rest and neighbor children began to ask Lynn what criminal acts her father had done. She told her friends, my father is not a criminal, he is a Christian, and I am proud of him for not wavering in his faith. As each day passed, Lindau made a mark on her wooden bookcase as she prayed for her father. She remembers, I cried almost every single night because I worried how my father was doing in prison and how the policemen were treating him. Before my dad was in prison, I was just a child. I didn't need to worry about anything. It was a lot different after my dad left. My mind got older very quickly. I told my sister that we had to help mom do the work around the house so she could continue to do my father's work in the church. I prayed every day and every night. My faith grew very fast. I knew one thing that I had to concentrate on and that was spending time learning from the Bible. So when I grew up, I could be like my dad, sharing and preaching. When I think about this, I feel my heart burning inside me, pushing me, telling me this is the right thing to do. Finally, after more than a year, Lynn, her mother, and sister were able to visit their father in prison. When they reached the compound, they were separated by a chain fence. Lynn quickly discovered that she could squeeze into the prison yard through a chain gate. She ran to her father and hugged him tightly. The guards watched the little girl, but surprisingly left her alone. What harm can a little girl do? they must have thought. Little did they know, armed with innocence and childlike faith, children are a secret weapon against the kingdom of Satan. During that first visit to her father's prison, Lynn was able to smuggle him a pen which he used to write scriptures and sermons on cigarette paper. These cigarette sermons traveled from cell to cell and were instrumental in bringing many prisoners to Christ. Lynn Dao's prayers were answered. Her father was released early before he had served all seven years of his sentence. It was a big surprise when I came home from school one day and saw my dad had been released from prison. I ran and then gave him a big hug. We were so happy. I was proud of my family and I wanted to yell and let the whole world know that I wasn't scared of anything because God always protects each step I go in my life. Lindau is now a teenager. She desires to follow in the footsteps of her father and be a preacher of the gospel of Jesus Christ. She knows firsthand the dangers of sharing her faith in communist Vietnam and remains determined to obey Christ rather than men. In spite of a quote-unquote grim future, she spends her time in intense Bible study. Editor's Note Don't underestimate what you as one person can do. God will work through anyone who is submitted to him of any age to accomplish his will on the earth. Just look at what Moses discovered. If one man or woman is willing to obey God, it can change the destiny of millions. Praise God for these three stories. I pray that you would hear these and not just hear them and maybe kind of feel some kind of emotional uh, sympathy and just just that level of response today i pray that your response would be god me too i want to be like them god and i believe i can be and so god would you at this time of my life just instill in me a hunger and thirst for righteousness a pursuit to put you first a desire to lay all things before you, God, and to live for you and you alone. That's my heart for you guys today. As I share these with you today, I just pray that the Lord would show you this is his will for you too, that you would live unashamed of him in the gospel, that you would live fearlessly, that you would live brave and boldly for him. And so God bless you. I pray that you walk in this belief and this heart and this spirit today. Praise God. Love you. God bless. Peace.